0: Thank you for joining us for Working Through the Word, a ministry of the Richmond Church of Christ. Let's join our seniors minister, Jack Hall, as he brings today's lesson. Mike, we want to thank you for that good song service. (laughs) I know two people that are worshiping with us online today are Joe and Letha French down in South Carolina. You know, Joe is one of those guys that always encourages you finds nice things to say. Normally, they watch this program on their laptop with the small screen. But Joe knew that I was speaking today, so they switched to the widescreen TV (laughs) to make sure that they can get all of me. So Joe, I appreciate all that good words and uh, glad you're with us today. Would it be fair to say that each one of us is going to leave here today having different degrees of worship. Yes or no? Yes. Why? Some of us are moved by the songs differently. Some of us are touched with the Lord's Supper in a different manner. Some of us will leave here full of the spirit and the glory of God. Some of us will leave here because we're hungry and we want to go eat. We're here as a group. We are worshiping God, and yet we each are worshiping on different levels. Keep that in mind as we answer the question, at least my understanding of the answer, are there degrees of pleasure in heaven and are there degrees of destruction or pain in heaven? Hell? I believe the answer is yes. A lot of people believe that heaven is divided into little boxes. And God has reserved the very best box for those who are His greatest servants. And then there's another little place for those who aren't quite as great but they're still great in the sight of God. And on down it goes, that God will place in heaven all of those who are extremely righteous, and then He'll fill the rest of heaven with those of us who are not quite so righteous. That is not a biblical teaching. There is one heaven prepared by Jesus Christ that we just read in John chapter 14. And in that one heaven, it's going to be glorious. Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 4. Heaven is a place where God is our God. It's a place where there is no pain. There is no suffering. There is no death. It's going to be an absolutely wonderful place for everyone. Having said that, however, there will be different degrees in heaven because of our spirits. Just like today, we're worshiping together. But the spirit that is within us is going to cause us to leave here with a different level of worship and just kind of keep that in mind as we walk through talking about, well, how can it be the same in heaven and yet other people are going to get a greater reward than some others? Well, read with me. Luke chapter 16, beginning in verse 19 and going through verse 31, we have the famous story. Of Lazarus and the rich man and you remember of course that the rich man would not allow Lazarus the crumbs from his table he was wealthy he had everything and yet he would not share it they both died the rich man woke up in torment Lazarus woke up in the bosom of Abraham. And the rich man, remembering his life on earth, was in extreme torment. He remembered that he had been rich and he was reminded of that. You had it all, he had nothing, but now he has it all and you have punishment. He remembered his five brothers, who were still back on earth. And he begged for someone to go and to warn them. And he begged for a drop of water to touch his tongue because of the torment that he was in. People who are going to be in hell, the souls that are going to be in hell, are just like the rich man. Our spirits, our souls, will have the same capacity for recognition and remembrance after the body dies. It does not alter the spirit. The spirit changes from the abode of the human body to the eternal abode with God in heaven, and part of our glory in heaven has a lot to do with what we remember about earth. What we remember about our service to God. About whether or not I pleased God in every area of my life. What did the rich man do? He remembered. He remembered. I once had it all. He remembered that he has five brothers, that he doesn't want to come to this place. And that remembrance caused him great, great grief. He was in a place of torment, the same place that all non-believers are going to be, and yet he had a special level of anguish because of his spirit remembering what it was like on earth. Let me ask you a question. Can you or I have the same level of glory in heaven as the Apostle Paul? I say no. Does that mean the Apostle Paul's soul is worth more than mine? No. Does that mean in the sight of God that God has placed the apostle Paul at that place which is at the highest and I'm somewhere lower? No, it doesn't mean that. What does it mean? Paul literally gave his life for Jesus Christ in the church. And his spirit, his soul in heaven is remembering He remembers that he once tried to stamp out this thing called Christianity and he persecuted Jesus Christ, but he was forgiven. He's going to remember all of the trips that he made on those missionary journeys. He's going to remember the sermons that he preached. He's going to remember the glory that he enjoyed with God, and he is going to enjoy that throughout all eternity. Listen to just a few verses from 2 Corinthians chapter 11, beginning in verse 23. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In labors, more abundantly. In stripes, above measure in prison more frequently, in deaths often. From the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A day and a night I have been in the deep. In journeys often, in perils of water, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false witnesses. Paul will remember that throughout eternity. And his praise of God his thankfulness to God his service to God separates him from me I pray that I will be in heaven I pray that I will be in the same place that the Apostle Paul is but I'm kidding myself if I believe that my spirit is as Wonderfully happy and glorious about what God has done for me as it was the Apostle Paul. Can't be. Are there degrees? One more important than any other? No, but there are degrees of how the Spirit will worship God based on the things that we did in this life. Those are the degrees, not little compartments that separate the better from the least. Who enjoys a drink of water more? A man who has been stranded at sea for 10 days? Or a person who comes out of the field where he's worked hard all day? They both enjoy the drink, right? But which level of joy is greater? Why obviously it's the man who's been at sea for 10 days without a drink of water. So when we talk about the degrees that are in heaven, it's because our spirit has a greater capacity to worship than those who have not suffered quite so much. Here in this earth, we understand that as we grow in our knowledge and in our confidence in the Lord, our life progresses. It gets better. And there are people in this building who have more knowledge than I do. There are people in this building who are better teachers than I am. There are mothers in this building that do jobs that I could never do. When we all wind up in heaven, we're all going to glorify God, but it's going to be at different levels because our capacity has, our spirit has the capacity to worship God at whatever we were able to do on earth. Yes, there will be degrees of heaven, but not in the manner that we are separated the better from the worse. We read also from Matthew chapter 16 and verse 27. Part of the degrees that we're going to find in heaven is the fact that we have served our Lord in different ways. In Matthew 16 and 27, "'For the Son of Man will come in the glory of His Father with His angels, and He will reward each according to His works.'" People who have done more work have a greater capacity for worshiping God. And that's the degree that we're talking about. First Corinthians 3.8, Now he who plants and he who waters are one. Each one will receive his own reward, notice, according to his labor. Well, does that mean I'm worth more because I work more? No, it means my spirit has a greater capacity to praise God than some of those who have not worked quite so hard. We understand that in this life. It's similar in the spiritual realm. In Revelation chapter 22 and verse 12, Behold, I am coming quickly. My reward is with me to give everyone according to his work. Those who labor harder, and longer and make more sacrifices will praise God at a different degree than the people who did not work as hard or sacrifice as hard, because the Spirit has never faced those things. We can't appreciate what it is to be freed from a life like Paul suffered. He had the thorn in the flesh. God wouldn't take it away. He was beaten, he was shipwrecked, he was hungry. Now he's in heaven, or will be, and his spirit can rejoice much greater than me because he has done so much more. He has labored so much longer and worked harder than I ever will. And my spirit will not have the same capacity to worship as the spirit of the Apostle Paul. Example. We've already talked about the water. Who enjoys it more? Take any situation in life. A lot of us grew up on the farm here. What is it like to lay on the bank of a creek in the shade of the trees? It's great, you can have a picnic, it's wonderful. What is it like for the man who's been working behind a mule and a plow all day, and he goes to that same spot to sit and relax? Who really enjoys it more, the one who's there for the picnic or the one who has followed the mule through the field all day? You see, his capacity to appreciate this opportunity to rest and enjoy the shade is far greater And the person who shows up there for a picnic. Are there degrees in heaven? Yes. But the degree is based on the spirit's capacity to worship and praise God. What about degrees of punishment? Same thing applies. The different degrees of punishment will be because of the capacity of the spirit to know what suffering is. The rich man, he knew what suffering was. He was in a place of torment. But what did he mention? Hey, I remember the good life. And I've traded the good life for this, and it's terrible. I remember my brothers. I want them warned. I don't want them to come here. I beg for a drop of water to put on my tongue. You see, his soul, his spirit, has a capacity for knowing what he lost. What about an atheist, a person who doesn't believe in God, rejects entirely the notion that there is a God in heaven? Is he going to be punished in hell? Yes. Is his punishment going to be as bad, let's say, as Judas? No. Why? Because the atheist didn't believe in God anyway. He knows he's in a place of torment, but he can't anguish over the fact that I had a chance, but I didn't take it. He he can't anguish over that because he didn't believe in God. Whereas Judas, throughout eternity, what is his level of torment in hell? He'll remember every moment that I was this close to the Lord. I was this close to being in heaven instead of being here in hell. See, Judas and his capacity for pain is far greater than the atheist who never believed in God anyway and for Christians who once were faithful and then fall away. Paul says it's worse for them than in the beginning. If they had never known the pleasure of Christianity and the wonderful spirit of God, their punishment wouldn't be as bad. But now they they have to remember for eternity. You know, I had heaven. I had it in my hands. I could be, I was a child of God with the promise of eternal glory and I gave it up. And that degree of torment is going to be far greater than someone who never heard the gospel at all. Are there degrees of heaven and hell? Yes, but it's not a compartment It's not a level where God says, this level is for the very good. This level is for the next good. This level is for the next good. We're all in the same place. But our spirits, our souls, have different capacities of pleasure and pain. And because of that, there will be degrees of heaven. Listen to the words in Matthew 26 about Judas. And while he was speaking, behold, Judas, one of the twelve, with a great multitude, with swords and clubs, came from the chief priests and the elders. Now his betrayer had given them the sign, saying, Whomever I kiss, he is the one, seize him. Immediately he went up to Jesus and said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him the kiss of death, if you will. Judas' soul, Judas' spirit, will remember that every second of eternity. And his capacity to know what he lost, to know what he gave up, to know what he traded for and had to be in hell. You can't even compare the levels of the Spirit's ability to glorify God or to suffer the punishment of hell. But you know, the great question is not, are there degrees in heaven or hell? The great question is, where am I going to be? I just need to prepare. Maybe I'm not right. This could be completely wrong. God may have another way of expressing the difference in heaven and in hell, but all I need to do is make sure that I'm where I want to be, and that's in heaven. I want to praise God to the best of my ability. I want to remember the things that happened in this life, both good and bad. I want to glorify in those things that were for the cause of the Lord and reject those things in my mind that were not right for the Lord. But the question is, where are you going to be? You're going to be in heaven. You're going to be in hell. The Bible says it's our choice. I can believe that Jesus is the Christ. And because I believe, I repent of my sins. Because I have repented of my sins, I'm going to confess with my mouth what I believe in my heart, that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And that I'm going to be buried in baptism with my Lord, where His blood cleanses me of sin. And then the Lord Himself adds me to His church, the one that He someday will present at the very throne of God. Don't worry about degrees. Worry about eternal salvation or eternal damnation. And today, if you're not with Christ, if you have never obeyed the gospel, please, please consider your eternal soul. If you're a member of the Church and you have brought reproach upon yourself or upon the church with sin, and you need to repent of that, we'd be loved to help you do that. If you just need prayers of people who love you, we can do that. Think about heaven and hell and where do I want to be as our shepherds will meet you down front as we sing. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast brought to you by the Richmond Church of Christ.